That's right, people. When you hear the horn, you know what time it is. It's Riggle's Picks. Yeah, I'm Sarah Tion. I'm Rob Riggle. And with us, as always, is Gary, the shirtless alcoholic. alcoholic. <laughs> Say hi, Gary, if you can. Slur it out. Slur it out, Gary. Hello. <laughs> there we go. He's got a mouthful of rocks. Because <laughs> yeah. he was gargling with rocks because someone told him that's how you beat a breathalyzer. How do you dip and drink beer at the same time? <laughs> Fucking Gary figures it out. He figures it out. He figures it out. Yeah. He can spit and swallow <sighs> all of his dip. By the way, I did that one time. I was shooting <laughs> pool. Did. I was shooting pool and I was spitting dip into a beer can. Uh-oh. And I set it on the rail. And the girl I was dating at the time came up and grabbed the beer and took a swing. Hey. Yeah. We broke up that night. <laughs> and that's how life goes sometimes. Hey. 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 If that hadn't happened, you wouldn't have met your wife. So <laughs> it all works out. Does it? Here we go. <laughs> hey, listen, so much stuff going on in the world of sports. Sports uh, stuff. Sports stuff is going on. Life is going on. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, uh, we had a little baby shower. Yeah, I had a baby shower for my girlfriends. Yeah, yes. and my my guy friends that I yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot and of then fun. Riggle drove. He got into his car, and uh, you said, "Oh, it's going to take sixty three minutes," and then you realized it was sixty three miles. Sixty three miles. <laughs> no problem. It's all good. Um, that's why God created cocaine. <laughs> But you said you said you were driving like a maniac on the freeway, and you're like, I've got a baby shower to get to. <laughs> baby shower, baby <sighs> shower, lady, move it. <laughs> and they were like, oh, sure, sure, oh, sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. He's got a hot ticket Right there. away, right away. Anyway. My favorite part was that my boyfriend didn't know he had to come. <laughs> what? So like, What? I got to, oh, man. What, is, why do I, I have dress to come? Up? Is I got to dress up? For your friends. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. What do I... I'm like, you have to wear a tux. You have to give a speech. Yeah. I was you, like, you did write your speech, didn't <laughs> I was you? Like, you wrote, I, I held the speech thing out for until like maybe 10 hours before. I was like, I'm just fucking with you. You don't have to give a speech. <laughs> you know how funny that is, though? I love that you did that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and uh, you have lovely friends. Thank you. You really do. They're really like high class. I, I, I'm No offense. I thought your friends were going to be a lot worse. <laughs> I thought you'd have really low class friends. And you didn't. They were all like uh, articulate and educated and nice. They had all their teeth. They did have all their teeth. <laughs> they formed cohesive, uh, <laughs> comprehensive sentences. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I was impressed. I just, I'll just say it. I was impressed. My little baby cousins were there because they were come, came down from San Francisco, Northern California. Yeah. Yes, they're big. <laughs> Jimmy G. That's the only like word that like my one year old cousin can say. Oh, yummy wee, yummy yay. Yeah. It's like. Fr- Pretty cute. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, they thought that Alan Kristen's house was the Incredibles house. They're like, this house. It is kind of like the Incredibles kinda, house. That's like, funny you say that. Yeah. So they had a good time. But yes, it was lovely. Thank you for coming. Yeah. The talented uh, talented Al Madrigal. Yes. Uh, through Hosted. Him and his wife. Yeah, his, his wife, wife Kristen, is Kristen. my best friend, yeah. so they planned it. And they, they hosted a, a beautiful uh, shower, and uh, and Al's such a nice guy. He only has, as far as I know, one major character flaw, and that's that he's a 49ers fan. <laughs> yeah, huge. Um, other than that, I love the man. And the shower was before the games on Sunday, so right. we didn't know the outcome yet. And we did. Actually, we uh, Al and I shook hands. and oh, said We said good luck to each other. Because it was Saturday, mm-hmm. and, and I said, "I said, hey, look, I hope your 49ers win." He said, "I hope your Chiefs win," and I said, "And if they do, we'll maybe we'll talk again I hope someday." That's the last yeah, game they win, exactly. <laughs> and I'll I'll see you uh, I'll see you in hell. <laughs> yeah. And then I left. Well, I was surprised because he's not going to the Super Bowl. I was surprised. Coward. I know. I was like, but I understand that's a very long flight home if your team loses. Trust me. 
because I had to fly from Texas to Los Angeles after my team lost, and having to fly from Miami to Los Angeles sounds way worse. Mm. It's going to be tough. I mean, that is the curse of the Super Bowl is like the love well, I'll, high I'll, of getting there. Now, I, I am like a Doberman. My ears are pinned back, and I'm, I've got the scent of blood <laughs> in my nostrils. I'm hungry for the win, okay? okay I'm yeah. not shelving anything. But what I will say is making it to the Super Bowl is very special. Mm-hmm. So it, even if things don't go our way, I'm, still, I'm not going to hang my head too low. Okay, good. This has been a very special, special year. Mm-hmm. They went to a Super Bowl in my lifetime. I'm very happy about this. Um, now, having said that, I want to rip flesh from bone <laughs> when it comes to a, a 49er minor, okay? A 49er minor? Isn't that what they are? I don't even know. 49 ers Oh, I thought you meant like a young 49er, a minor. Oh. I thought that's what you meant. 49ers are minors. Oh, yeah, they were gold. I mean, they, for yeah. gold. Well, whatever. But they probably mine shit for all I know. <laughs> that's what it sounds like, 49ers, to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 49-inch dump. <laughs> What they all took on their uh, own boots. Right. That's what they are. <laughs> For now. I, next year, I don't care about it. I mean, I'm happy if they win. I, right now, they're mortal enemies. Mm-hmm. I understand. So. I understand. And the Chief is, you know, sounds. Yes. And by the way, when the, when the Chiefs won, my son and I were watching mm-hmm. the game. And, uh, again, we fell below. We felt it was 10 nothing. Mm-hmm. My son gives me that look like, what is going on? I go, son. Remember the drill. This is all your fault. I go, remember the drill. (laughs) This is all your fault. You're not sitting in the right place on the couch. I go, are you wearing the right jersey? (laughs) Are you wearing the lucky jersey? Why didn't you tell me to get tickets to Stone Street's box? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And we got got down, and I just gave him a look. I said, it's all going to be fine. Mm -hmm. Don't don't sweat. Don't panic. We got got a powerful offense. Boom, bada bing, zip, zap, doom, bop, boop, boo. Mm -hmm. And guess what? Ugh. Yeah, the game got out of hand, and it was so fine. <laughs> I was I was running around the house like a banshee, screaming. That's why I'm sick. <laughs> <laughs> screaming, yelling, hollering, screaming. I wanted my neighbors to know. I let everybody know. <laughs> and it wasn't like good screaming. It wasn't like "Way to go, Chiefs! Go Chiefs!" It was everybody look at my balls. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of yelling. You know, it was the really aggressive, uh-huh. aggressive, lean into it. This has been a long time coming. Mm-hmm. And for all you haters, take a hard, long look at my balls. <laughs> it's the vibe. Now, during the game, yeah. are you communicating with anyone? Do you mm. put your phone away? Like, do you have I, Chiefs fans here watching other I, than your I, family? The, right up until kickoff and maybe a couple minutes into the first quarter, there was a, a, a smattering of, go Chiefs, go, go, this is the year, blah, 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 you know, all that good, you know, brotherhood stuff. Mm-hmm. And then everybody went radio silent. Halftime, you got some, I don't like this, I love this, I don't like that, I don't like that, you know, encouragement. Hey, relax, it's going to be fine. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. And then it silenced through the game, and then afterward, a massive... Um, onslaught. Onslaught, thank mm-hmm. you. I was going to say ejaculating, but <laughs> on, uh, onslaught. <laughs> Do you know how many texts I got because of you? <laughs> no. Like, just so many texts. I Riggle did. must be freaking out. Like, like I'm here. With, like, I'm, like, I watch every Chiefs game with you, you know? Like I, you should like, start. <laughs> you should start. I don't want to jinx it, you know? I took the Titans, remember? I that do remember. I, I did want to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, like, I, like, everyone's like, oh, my God, Riggle must be freaking Is Riggle okay? Is Riggle freaking out? I'm like, I, I'll, I will text him. I will say this. It was really fun, and it, it meant a lot to me. My phone did blow up. Good. But in the right way. And, with, I mean, I heard from people I haven't talked to in years. Oh, in years. Your parents, yeah. My parents, <laughs> my, uh, uh, my children. Your brother. My brother, yeah, my yeah, sister, yeah, you know, yeah, all these sister, wonderful oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Uh, no, but I really, I, 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 it was just fun. It was really fun. I was like, people still, I, it was just so nice to hear from all these random people, people I knew back in New York, old Marine buddies, people I went to high school Aww. with, college buddies. Um, you know, it just really, it was cool. It yeah. was cool. People I've met in the industry, fellow comedians, whatever. Just, mm-hmm. uh, so that was special. That was kind of nice. 
Um, I, but I was trying to respond to everybody and it just got out of control. Yeah. So I made like one response, copied it and then just pasted it to everybody. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I had to yeah. do it. I asked you for a picture of what you were like wearing. <laughs> you just sent me a funny photo. I'm like, I just need proof that you're alive and that you're not like doing something ridiculous. Besides telling my neighbors to <laughs> yeah. take a good look. <laughs> Um, <laughs> like they're like forty, like they're Titans fans. <laughs> like, like, yeah, they did nothing. They could care less. They're probably you. all like Rams fans, and I, they I don't probably care. like soccer. They have no idea what's going on. Exactly, they're not even paying attention. <laughs> yeah. And I'm up there challenging them all. Yeah. Um, so, Sarah, I don't need, I don't need uh, <laughs> anything extravagant. Just a, a simple written apology. <laughs> it will do. In cursive. I mean, yeah, nice handwriting, clearly, so I can read it uh, for your Titans pick. And, and then we'll just, we'll just go about our lives, on you know. Fel, on a billboard. Something. <laughs> if you're willing to take out a billboard down on Hollywood and Sunset, you know, somewhere yep. in there, that rain area, that'd be dynamite. Yeah. That'd be so nice. I was wrong. I apologize. <laughs> I was like, either way, I'm going to be happy. You know, if, I, if the Titans win, I made the right pick. If the Chiefs win... Rob is happy. You're a which smart lady. Means my life gets a little bit. You're easier. very smart. Here's the thing: <laughs> Derrick Henry had chewed up since week 15 or week 14. He'd gone over 180 yards rushing per game, which has never been done in the NFL. Like he was, he was setting records. He was a wrecking ball. He was unstoppable. And uh, you know the Chiefs planned for it because they, you stop him, you got a you got a fighter's chance against that team. Mm-hmm. Nobody stopped him. And so, and we did. We held him to under a hundred yards, which is, I mean, for a Chiefs defense, it has not been all that great. Mm-hmm. the The last two playoff games, they, even though they they you know had their stumbles, they they stood up and played great football when they needed to. Yeah. So hats off to them. I mean, it's so exciting. I mean, I'm a, I think Tennessee fans should be so excited about next year. Yes. I mean, they still have Derrick Henry. They, I think Tannehill is a great yep. quarterback. He fits in that system. Been in the wrong system forever. Played yep. behind Mariota. You know what I mean? Like, it's he's still young. He's got plenty of life in him. Plenty of career. I think the team believes in him. Yeah, and yeah. now they have momentum. They have like this like taste mm-hmm. kind of like you guys did last year yep. i mean you guys were one play away from making the super bowl last year you know what i mean yep. so i think that you get that taste of the playoffs and victory and winning and i think Vrabel is such a good coach he does have that pirate smile uh-huh. that it, it's like he's so confident and he knows he's got he's gonna be competitive in every game even on the sideline when things aren't going well, he doesn't look shaken. He doesn't look rattled. He's just like, all right, what's the next play? You know, it's just like everything seems like a, an A to B math problem in his head. And, mm-hmm. yeah, I think I think they have nothing to be upset about. You know, like yeah. I just texted Bargazzi like, dude, sorry. You know what I mean? But yeah, he was a good sport about things because we were giving each other a hard time. And of course. He was a good guy about that. Yeah, as you have to. But now you're going to the Super Bowl and you're playing – a very difficult team, a, a great defense. Yeah, I was, I was, I was telling people I, I wanted to see a repeat of Super Bowl One, Packers Chiefs. Mm-hmm. I thought we matched oh, up better. Interesting. I thought we matched up way better. <sighs> and this, the Forty ers team, look, they're no joke. They, they are uh, from all the teams I saw in the playoffs. To me, they have, they are the most well rounded. They have the be- They have a, a great offense and a great defense and special teams. Like they're the most solid. There's, there's not many chinks in their armor. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? They're, they're just a, a rock solid team. So they're gonna. You, you're just gonna have to play. The Chiefs are gonna have to play their best game. Well, yeah. I mean, and, that's. Uh, I mean, I'm for once. I'm so excited about both teams that are going to the Super Bowl. It's been a long time since you're like, oh my gosh. Yeah. I don't even know. Like, I mean, I think the uh, the spread is minus one. You guys are the favorite. The Chiefs are the favorite. What? Yeah. Chiefs are the favorite. Chiefs are the favorite. Oh, minus I did not know one. that. I thought we would be. I thought honestly, I thought we would be two point dogs. I think because your offense is so – it outweighs their defense. Their defense is the, one of the best. Yeah. Your offense is one of the best. So it's like, I don't know. You know, it's really going to – I mean, I, I'm just hoping – obviously, we just won a Super Bowl better than last year, 10-3 to 3 or whatever the F it was. But, like, um, I think it's going to be – it's going to be really interesting. I mean, It looks it's like, like the over-under is 54. What do you most think? 54? Uh-huh. Ooh. Yeah. yeah, right? They, they, these guys know what they're doing. They know how to they, they know what they're really, doing. Really? I 
would I would almost I mean I hope it's, it's a Super over. Bowl. I hope for the Super Bowl's sake it's over. I do too for the Super Bowl's but Super Bowl everybody's tight. Everybody's tight in the Super mm-hmm. Bowl. Mm-hmm. So unless and if it's if it's a scoring explosion, it won't happen till the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. You know, it won't happen till late, I don't think. What do I know? But but generally speaking, it's like a it's like a heavyweight title fight. The first couple of rounds, they're just feeling each other out. You know, they're just trying to get they're trying to get their timing and their their distance right for their punches. That's all it is. So that, you know, you kind of write off the first couple of rounds. I I don't know if they go over fifty four. I I might take the under. Oh really? Okay, I yeah. I might take the under because it's such a high pressure game. Yeah, um, for sure. I don't know. And I mean, San Francisco's defense is good, but they're going to have to keep scoring to keep up with you. So. That's the that's the key. I mean, turnovers will be the key. Turnovers will be the key. The other thing is, both of you guys have great special teams. You have McCole Hardman. You know, they have a great special teams returner too. I forget his name, but like, they're it's going to be so fun. And I'm calling it SB Two K Super Bowl Two K because of Kittle and Kelsey, the two coolest tight ends in the league. Are coolest playing, and the best, and the best, and, and they're the playing best. each other. I and know. it's so fun. It is fun because all the trash talking that should ensue between the two of them, and like the fun <laughs> that they should be having all week will be. I mean, I feel like Media Day is going to be so much fun down yeah. there. Well, I look. The, uh, Kelsey uh, is such a great guy, such a great character too. Oh, yeah, you tabs know? on Travs, and and he loves having fun. He loves playing the game. He plays it with passion. He's just a good dude. I mean, I, I was lucky enough to spend some time with him a couple of weeks ago. Uh, had dinner and we had a great conversation. He's so down to earth, so reasonable, but yet at the same time, he's got that twinkle in his eye with that danger that you're <laughs> like, "Oh, go, young man, go do <laughs> go do fun things," and yeah. he does. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't know. I, For- I For like any him. new listener of Riggle's Picks, go back and check out the episode we had him on this very show. That's right. He was delightful. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. I yep. mean, I met him at Big Slick, and I made fun of him and roasted him, and it was really fun. <laughs> like, And he loved uh, it. Yeah. And oh, he yeah. loved it. He took he, it all in stride. Yep. He's great. And Kittle's super funny. I mean, he is. he's a character, too. Garoppolo shirt that he was wearing after oh. the game? He was wearing a picture, a shirt with a picture of Garoppolo in his boxers, and he had Garoppolo autograph it. <laughs> <laughs> it said, to George. <laughs> That's another thing, he's too. Like, I've I been think, saving it all week. <laughs> I think these teams uh, within their team mm-hmm. really love each other. Like, I think oh, they yeah. play for each other. I it's think clear. They, yeah, I think they really The unity within the team is clear. Yeah, on know? both sides. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you're right. This has all the markings of a, of, of a classic. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I, I hope for America it is a classic. I'm just so excited to see a fun game in Miami. That hasn't happened all year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> you guys. That's the best. We're all going to be there. No, we we're are. not. You're going to be there. I am going to be there. Um, you will not be able to miss me. <laughs> what are you going to be doing down there? I will be in a red and yellow <laughs> European cut bathing suit. <laughs> Yes, the yellow is the banana hammock part, right? Extremely snug. Yellow in the front. Red Two in the sizes back. too small. <laughs> yellow in the front. Um, <laughs> I'll probably spill my beer on the front so everybody gets a real vision of just, beauty. Yeah, I just want you to be oiled up, posing a lot. Uh, oh, I, it'll 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 look like oil. It'll be sweat because <laughs> once I get off the plane, I start dancing and I don't stop. You're going to fit in very well with all the Euro trash in Miami. All the Speedos that are already down there. Uh, well, I'll Ooh. just blend right in. Yeah. You yeah. make you got to make sure you get a shirt that says Prada on it so that people know you're wearing Prada. I'll have bracelets. I'll have a <laughs> lot of gold necklaces. Sure. Um, I will. I'm going to I'm gonna hardcore tan, spray tan. <laughs> I was going to say it. Hardcore. Oh, you're going to get, okay, you're going to yeah. get one. Before, okay. I may frost the tips. Undecided. <laughs> Undecided right now. Why not? And maybe no facial hair except for a soul patch. <laughs> right under my bottom lip. That's the lip. one under the lip. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Just that, though. Mm-hmm. Nothing else. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why not? I mean. Why not? And some slip-on shoes. Yeah, That's it, Jack. Slip-on <laughs> shoes. That's it. Those have to say product, too. They all have to have some sort of Italian logo. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> and then I hope you drive a moped around. A Vespa, please. <laughs> Sorry. By the way, speaking of the great state of Kansas. <laughs> okay, yes. Do you yeah. want to discuss? There was trouble in the Midwest. <laughs> Storms it, brewing. The, it went down. So this is this is what I know. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Kansas, Kansas State, uh, in-state rivalry. Kansas State has always viewed Kansas as this their their rival. Kansas never really viewed K-State as their rival. We always viewed Missouri as our rival. Mm-hmm. Missouri left the conference a couple years back. They came to us. They went to the SEC. Mm-hmm. And so now we don't play them anymore. We don't interact with Missouri. So I guess K-State's kind of become our de facto rival, but we've never been into it like K-State has been into it. K-State is way into it, okay? <laughs> and we're like, okay, you know, whatever. Adorable. Yeah, we like, to, we like to beat you guys, but you guys dominate in football, and mm-hmm. we generally do better in, in basketball. basketball. Sure. So that's that. And we kind of all just go, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. It's, but K-State wants it more. You know, they got fire in their eyes. Well, we played at Allen Fieldhouse last night um, and uh, against the Wildcats, and we beat them pretty soundly. I mean, it was uh, it was, a, it was, it was 20, eighty-one to fifty-nine when I looked at yeah, the end. Yeah, so you know, it's a twenty plus twenty twenty plus points, right? And last play of the game, uh, K State steals it and takes it in for a layup. Uh, and s- who was it? DeSouza came in for the block. Correct. Mm-hmm. So DeSouza comes in and blocks it. Blocks the shot. Now, I don't know if he hit it off the backboard or just blocked it in the air. Was it in the air a block? It was in the air, but I think it might have bounced off the back. He, he, he did it with authority. Yeah, he did it with authority, but the problem was the player, that the K-State player that did the layup, uh, once he did it, uh, you know, hit the ground and went down, and DeSouza smacked the ball like hardcore, right? Mm-hmm. But then when he came down, he stood over the top of the K-State player. D'Souza was who had the ball stolen from him. He didn't like that. Ah. Oh, well, he, so. D'Souza had the oh, right. ball at half court. And then court. the guy takes the it. The guy stole so it. Then so then D'Souza runs back. Right. And it. smacks it with authority. But then he stood over him. Right. In a taunting fashion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is as, what I would call it. As yes. though, what are you doing stealing yeah. the ball from me? Yeah. And, and also as in, as in a uh, suck it. You know, like deal with it. You know, you just got pumped. I don't know or, anybody that's like that. No, you? neither do I. <laughs> no, good look, neither do I. Take a good look at my balls. I don't know anybody like that. Yeah. So this is what's why that's why it's so confusing <laughs> to me. But anyway, he obviously uh, was taunting, and then the K State players came off the bench to prevent this from continuing, which then sent the Jayhawk players into a frenzy. And next thing you know, we've got a no kidding Geraldo mm-hmm. free for all. Yeah, it's like Springer. It's like Springer. In by the way, I don't know if anyone saw this note. That's the disabled seating area of the Allen Fieldhouse. Oh field God, house. no, I didn't. The area well, they have one both. They have it on both ends of the court. But sure. that was the area That's on that one end of the, of the court. two. Yeah. <laughs> so, <clears throat> so this fight breaks out, and it's it's not just a shoving match. It turns into haymakers. Haymakers, punches being thrown, bodies being thrown. D'Souza picks up a gosh darn chair. A wheelchair? No. <laughs> <laughs> Like, well, those are really heavy. That's yeah. impressive. No, it was just a stool. Okay, sure, sure, sure. He picks sure, up, sure. He picks a, up a stool chair. and he's got it over his head like he's about to bash someone. Miles Garrett, WWE, style. like Miles Garrett with mm-hmm. the helmet, right? He's about to bash someone. Hi. I guess one of the coaches got to him before he was able to do anything, so he just had it over his head like a menacing, like I'll <laughs> smack somebody with it. And uh, but there was a great picture taken of it. Yeah, you know. Oh, yeah. great and evidence. Anyway, so I guess like even Coach Self had to run down the full length of the court and enter like dive into the middle of these players to get to help separate this thing. It was a true melee. Here's the thing that upsets me on so many levels. I'm really upset about this because it it's just a you know it's a it's a, a black eye on Kansas basketball. I don't like that. I don't like the fact that we're fighting in Allen Fieldhouse, and I don't like the fact that they lost their bearing. Here's the thing. The guy steals the ball. He takes it in for a layup. It is the last play of the game. It's zero 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 on the clock, right? Just let him have it. Yeah, we're winning matter. by twenty plus points. Let him have the layup. Go to the showers and call it a day. Yeah. Why did you have to go down there and start a melee? Well, I, I just was exactly... I was so put off by that. I was so bummed out by that. Um, it's it's you know Kansas. It, it's it's it, we. I like how we play the game. I've always liked how we play the game. I've always liked how we try to be, uh, I think, classy. And um, you can win, and you can win with class. You don't have to do things. I don't know. I just was disappointed with the whole thing. I thought yeah. it was unfortunate and ugly. Um, 
But it hmm. does have, like, I mean, that was the whole thing with Miles Garrett. It was like they were up by two touchdowns. There was 14 seconds left. There was no reason for. Well, that, that's someone who's not that thinking. Kind of that's just someone who's not anger. thinking. They could watch him. They could have just sat there and watched him. They would have still won by 20, by the way. Yeah, I just like, it just makes me wonder, like, what was being set? Like, what started this process? Like, it had to have been mounting in order for that to even have been a. You would hope. You know, and that's another thing, too. You know, in these games, the, there's little poking and, and, mm-hmm. and trash talking that goes on the whole game that you're not even aware Mm-mm. of. And I'm talking about the little pokes in the back, little elbows, little thrusts, little, you know, and you do it all game. You agitate, you agitate, you agitate because it gets players out of their head. It makes them think about you instead of their shot or their play or whatever they're supposed to do. It's a tactic. The people do it all the time. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, I guess, people have bad days. Yeah. You know, that's all I can write it off to. I, I haven't heard much justification for anything else. I, I, I know they, didn't they suspend uh, D'Souza? D'Souza is suspended indefinitely Indefin- until the uh, the league renders its decision. Yeah, well. Which is not going to help you in NCAA tournament. Well, no. I don't, I don't think not. he's coming back this year. No, for that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. like. That's a big loss for the tournament, it's right? It's a big loss. It, it is. It's gonna, it's, it doesn't help us. Mm-mm. I can tell you that much. It doesn't help us at all. And it's very frustrating. And I hope, uh, like anybody else, that you, know, you take something like this, you turn it into a, a teachable moment, mm-hmm. everybody learns, and everybody rallies. It becomes a rally cry to say, okay, look, we need to change. It's like when uh, Tebow lost that, that game, that home opener, mm-hmm. his senior year, you know? He was like, we're not going to lose and, again. And he just, he, he took ownership of it. He, he came out and he said, we're sorry. That's not who we are. And that's never going to happen again. And it didn't. And it didn't. And they won the national championship. <laughs> yes. So it's one of those things where if they can take this, a negative thing like this and take ownership of it and learn from it and march out and say, we're going to do better. And well, then, then maybe get out of their way. Cause maybe they'll come on like a gangbuster. Yeah. I know. I mean, I wish you guys luck. It's like, it's already been a crazy year for sports. I also I want to bring up really quick. Um, I don't know if you're going to the draft this year, the NFL draft. Is it in Vegas? It's in Vegas. Maybe. Uh, they just announced that the stage is going to be on the Bellagio Fountain. And hold on, hold on. You use the word "on." I, I believe the correct word is "in." In the fountain. I'm sorry. Yeah, and the players have to take a boat to the stage. Stop. Get it. Not not kidding. Stop. Yeah. Apparently, the boat process is from the red carpet to the stage, so it's not like when your name's announced, you get in a boat, um, which I'm, you know, I, I don't think we should see any future Minnesota Vikings in any more boats, <laughs> but I, I'm just, I, I, uh, it's very Vegas. There's nothing more Vegas than putting a boat in a fountain, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Also, I feel like it's a little bit of a slap in the face to college athletes who make zero money to have to be in a fountain that's full of coins, which is more than they have seen in their entire life. You know what I mean? Now, for anybody who's not visualizing this, the Bellagio on the strip with the massive, massive, it's it's like a a five-acre lake. Yeah. Um, and it's right there, and it has the big fountain show. So the stage is going to be directly in front of the fountain show, but probably like, I don't know, like 100 feet from the the sidewalk. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think it's also helpful for Goodell to not hear, maybe it's, he's further from the booze. <laughs> uh, I'm talking about alcohol, just kidding. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I don't know if the fountain's going to be going off at any time. Like I could be like well, with the number one would be pick awesome. near <laughs> far, you know, like Celine Dion yes. starts playing in the background. Yes, is that the song they use now? They use yeah, they yeah, they, they, use they, they use like you know Frank Sinatra. That's and right. That's right. Celine Dion. And it would be awesome if they if they un, uh, unexpectedly did go off. <laughs> That would really please me to no end. In the artist rendering that I'll post at Riggles Picks uh, Facebook page, that's facebook.com slash Riggles Picks podcast, they are going off. So I don't think that's an accident. I I think they intend to use the fountain to its full potential, which why wouldn't you? Yeah, I think probably for the first round they'll be setting them off for every pick. Yeah. I would think. Maybe not the second. At least the first five or ten, right? Why wouldn't you? It's a big TV event. For sure. Look, hey, look, why not? Dazzle me. Yeah. You know? Shoot it, the works. It is like 
Does anybody fall in? What are the what are the, what are the odds on someone falling in? There's got to be a, a a prop bet you could put on that, right? True. Of I course, would hope so. Right? Somebody's going to fall in the lake. <laughs> yeah. Who because, falls because in the fountain lake? Because that's that's. By the way, I'm putting this out there for all potential people being drafted. Fall in the lake, and here's why. It'll be one of those things that no one will ever forget. You want to make your mark on this mm-hmm. league? That's how you do it. Make history. Make history. The, before you even get in the league. Joe Burrow, jump in the fucking fountain. Jump in the lake. <laughs> Wouldn't that be awesome is if all the first round picks, as they get picked, it just became a thing where they all just jumped in. What if they go, you're now a Cincinnati Bengal, and he just jumps in the fountain. <laughs> no! Yeah. yeah, he dives off the platform <laughs> into the water, and then and then there's some scuba guy down there to give him a breather, so he never comes back up. <laughs> And then swims him out to the tunnel. Yeah. I would just love it. I Yeah. There's so many fun jokes to be made, you know? Like you want to go see the dolphins at the Mirage, not the dolphins at the draft. Yeah. It's all kinds of, there's so much fun stuff. We're going to have fun with that. We're going to have fun, you guys. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, oh I think the draft is going to be very fun this year. I just wanted to say that. All kinds of fun sports stuff happening. Um also, just a big shout out to Larry Walker and Derek Jeter. They were the only two selections into the Baseball Hall of Fame this year. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I remember Jeter. Larry. Wasn't Larry Walker the guy in the All Star Game who uh, he was having fun with the pitcher, and the, so the pitcher threw behind him, so he turned his helmet around. Oh. Wasn't that him? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, it was like Randy Johnson. It was one of the. So they were having fun because they were trying to lighten the mood because so there had been some hitting going on. Right. With, yeah. And Larry. so. Uh, you know, he went up there to bat, and and the pitcher threw it behind his back, <laughs> and so then on the next pitch, he turned his batting helmet around, and and I, I thought that was yeah, him. It is nineteen ninety seven. I think that it does say against Randy Johnson. Yeah, Larry yeah, Walker, yeah. I thought yeah. it was something like that. He and, definitely looked, but it, it definitely lightened the mood. It took all the the sting out of all the because I guess there was some bad karma going on. You know, yeah. with, with the hitting of batters and stuff. So that helped or it made it fun at Lighten least. Lighten the mood. Yeah, it made it fun again. Yeah. Anyway, congratulations to him. Congratulations to Jeter. Now, Jeter got in with a 99.7% vote, which means <laughs> one, somebody, one, one person, didn't vote for Jeter to one get in the Hall of Fame. One person didn't get a gift basket when he sent them home. What kind of curmudgeon? After a booty call. What kind of curmudgeon <laughs> doesn't give... Jeter, a first ballot Hall of Fame. Well, the best thing about this is I believe the date is February 5th that we are going to find out. And that will be after the Super Bowl. Oh. And that gentleman will be the biggest celebrity in sports for 36 to 48 hours, maybe longer, depending on, on what happens. On Rich Eisen today, there wow. was a guy that called in with a fun like conspiracy theory, which I want to just give a shout yeah, out to because Chris was telling me about. But like, apparently when Ken Griffey Jr. got in, it wasn't unanimous. Ninety nine point three, right? Yeah. So I think there were two holdouts. Right. So they New York, think New York writers. They think you know the Seattle writers. I they think that it's Seattle writers getting back at that vote by not giving a unanimous vote to Jeter. It's a good theory. Uh, it's well, a fun theory. It, it's I, not. It might not be true, but well, if it is true, and it's possible. Yeah. If it is true, it's just such a little boy pissing match. <laughs> You know I what know. I mean? Like, you have to be able to, I would hope, this is what we all hope, we hope that you would objectively look at the the facts and figures and what he meant to the game. Well, that's the and that's undeniable. I mean, is it undeniable? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, he wasn't the greatest defending shortstop. I mean, he won a lot of gold glo- gold gloves, but those are a popular. A lot of gold gloves. He those was are, the captain he of the won, Yankees. He had, as what, what has he got? Five, he was five rings, it's six It's a popularity rings? contest. It's not like the gold glove is not based on stats. 3,000 plus hits. Yes. He's a but first only ballot. 260 home runs. He's a first ballot Hall, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer, no question. He won five World Series because he was surrounded by other great players. He wasn't like, Captain of five World Series teams. Yeah. Captain of five World Series oh, teams. He's a black over guy with three, blue eyes. He's over, like so over, attractive. Over 3,000 hits. And a, Most and a of great, those were playmates. And a great shortstop. <laughs> Are you? No, come on. You're out of your mind. He is, he is no, unquestionably a no, first round. Of course. And I listen, I always hated Derek Jeter. The way I hated Tim Tebow is not because of who he is. It's because he played for the Yankees. You know, like Tim Tebow, I don't like him because he went to Florida. Yeah. It has nothing to so do with the who uniform. he is. So it's the uniform it's more the than uniform. the man. Okay. 
the Yankees swept us in 1999. I was there yeah. at the Brave Stadium. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, well, the, the classic Royals Yankees rivalry in the 70s and 80s is when I grew up. I grew up hating the Yankees. Yeah. Until I lived there for 10 years, and then I actually kind of I appreciated them more. Mm-hmm. And the Royals were no longer one of their rivals. So. I remember Derek Jeter's last year. Um, when he was, you know, like he's going, you know, everybody's giving him gifts and stuff like that. And, um, when they played the Dodgers, I was working at the Beverly Hills hotel that night and he came in and we, after the game and we watched his highlights against the Dodgers with him. Really? And it was one of the coolest nights of my life. That's really cool. That is special. He's just like, oh yeah. See what they did. They missed that. (laughs) You know, like he's like pointing out the pitch that the guy missed. He dropped it. You know, he's like, oh yes. You know. It wasn't an Astro situation where he saw the pitches coming. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Here we go. <laughs> now, by the way, I'm also a Jeter fan because I did a movie with Jeter. Oh, wait, because you did other guys. I did the other guys. That's, I, Jeter, that's so. my other thing I wanted to bring so up. So we broed out a little bit. Every time <laughs> I think of Derek Jeter, I think of Mark Wahlberg being the one that shot Derek Jeter. <laughs> Aren't you the guy that shot Derek yeah. Jeter? Which, by the way, Wahlberg loved because he got so much... Uh, yeah, people were, in Boston Sox. were loving yeah, him for that, yeah. you know. So. He's a hero in yeah, Boston. he was totally In real life, he'd be a hero if he shot Derek Jeter. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, so, but I did hear you mention something that I know has been weighing on you a lot and has been, been upsetting you on, on a very deep level. And I'm, I'm kind of kidding and I'm kind of not. Uh, <laughs> but uh, the Houston cheating thing has really bothered you. It's bothered me because um, I just, I'm, I'm very upset. Um that, first of all, sign stealing is a tradition as old as baseball. Like, right. I don't have a problem with stealing signs. That's right. I have a problem with high-tech stealing of signs. It's, it's, it's different. It's not the game. It's not the game. It's not players in the game. Players yeah. in the game or managers or third-base coaches, first-base coaches, stealing signs, whatever. That's part you tip your of pitches. the game. That's on you. Right, and that's why you change them up that's midway through the game. That's why all of a sudden a one becomes a curveball and a two becomes a fastball. You know, Granky's so paranoid about it, he changes it up every inning. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, even so Strasburg I, I this last year was like, realized he was tipping after two innings, he adjusted, and then he struck everybody out after that. You know, he, so. Well, that's the thing. Like, I think any fan of the game understands and appreciates inner game stealing of signs is part of it. Right. It's a strategy. It's a tactic. It's a, it's a cat and mouse game that both sides enjoy playing. It's what makes it fun. It's a different kind of advantage, like knowing that a pitch is coming. And so obviously, like even the trash can thing, I was like, I don't know. It still seems really difficult to even like hear that and then have to adjust because it's literally right as the pitch is thrown, yeah. you're hearing that. You can't so concentrate on that. You can't concentrate things. on yeah. that. But having a buzzer on your shirt and a wire underneath that is maniacal well technology cheating technology stealing of signs is next level and so therefore it's uncharted water the reason um it's i think it's wrong is because it's never been an option until now and so people are doing it and maybe it's not in the laws of of the sports but it's so clearly against the spirit of the game yeah, but and neither was steroids. Steroids weren't in the law books. I got it, and I'm, that's why I'm with you. I'm I'm with you. I think it's it's horrendous. I think it is straight up cheating when you bring in technology mm-hmm. and you're stealing it that way. It's not pure. It's not the pure way of of listen trying I, to take sides. I don't have a problem with technology being introduced into the game. Like I don't have a problem with instant replay. I don't have a problem with the shift. Mm-hmm. You know, which a lot of people have a problem with the shift, which is all based on. Uh, you know, metrics and, like, percentages and, like, oh, this is where I should stand, knowing that, oh, I know Brian McCann always hits it to fucking right field. Right. So we'll all just stand in right field. Yeah. I mean, that's that's yeah. fine. Uh, but a, knowing what pitch is coming, to me, is worse than being jacked up on steroids. Like, mm-hmm. what's more of an advantage? Mm-hmm. Having foresight. more muscles or, for, or knowing the – Future. Yeah, foresight is always the, always. the, the, the most. That's what, in, in warfare too, uh, the number one advantage in warfare is foresight. Mm-hmm. That's why you have spies. Mm-hmm. That's why we have spy satellites. That's why we have, because we, you have to have foreknowledge. That's, the, that's a general's number one thing that they seek out is foreknowledge. Mm-hmm. They want to know what you're going to do and how you're going to do it and when you're going to do it. That's why surprise is such a, 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 you know, it's so rare. And if you can achieve it, 
you're usually going to attain some sort of victory. Mm-hmm. Even if it's short term, you're still going to get the victory. Foreknowledge is always sought after in any kind of competition. I feel like also, if I'm Pete Rose, oh. I am. I should be more livid than anybody. Well, now he's got now he's got traction though. Yeah. Don't you think? Now he can go back and say he can start. If I was him, I'd start ringing the bell mm-hmm. every day. I'd be out on a. I'd be out on the circuit right now doing interviews everywhere because now baseball has to look at its own hypocrisy. Yeah. Now baseball has to look at itself and say, well, if we're going to tolerate or do it, how do we how do we deny this guy still? How do we put people in the Hall of Fame mm-hmm. who were taking drugs to make themselves bigger or cheating to know a sign, but not the guy that just gambled on himself? Himself. himself. <laughs> Bet on himself? Like, yeah. are you serious? And admitted like, it. And that was also back when gambling was considered bad yeah. now it's a part of the game yeah. you know like we play fantasy baseball yeah. we play fantasy football it's like and, a part and he admitted of sports it. and yeah. he admitted i he have didn't a, lie I have about a, it i have a signed baseball up in my room right now <laughs> from pete rose that said i'm sorry i bet on baseball i have the same one yeah i got him because yeah i have i have yes i it's my one of my most prized yes. possessions I, and i love it i'm gonna I pass it down to my son yeah but it's it, it, it is absurd like if i was him i'd be out there ringing the bell right now and making baseball have to look at itself i just think like you go back and you look at (laughs) just the world series last year you know they keep passing around the video i don't know if you saw it of altuve you know extra inning or bottom of the night grabbing this on when he's coming in saying don't tear off my jersey chapman throws a ball he cranks one out very rare to hit a home run against chapman yeah he's coming rounds third he's like don't take off my jersey don't take off my jersey and he's caught, wouldn't, wouldn't patting yeah. his chest? As he's holding on to it. both sides of it so that it can't, so that it get, can't ripped. get ripped. Yeah. That's not good. I saw another photo that's been floating around of them holding up the trash can. Is that? Oh, I, I haven't I, seen that one. I, I possibly see I a was, Photoshop? I, I saw I um, Reddick, uh, Josh Reddick's uh, picture where they think there's like gold tape and a wire. Like he's got his tank top on and, they, they you know, they, Reddick says it's confetti. So it could be. There's clearly a wire around well, I, his neck, I, I, and it looks super suspicious. You know, like it's hey, all. Hey, listen, pitchers and catchers report in about four weeks. Yeah, this isn't going away. No, they're going to have to. Like right now, they're enjoying the off season, but, but four weeks, pitchers and catchers report. Now you look at Bregman, you look at Altuve, you look all the. You know, all of a sudden, where the fuck is Verlander? By the way, so chatty all year griping about baseball and how the balls are jacked and how they're making it harder on pitchers. And here we are, like, pitchers, pitchers are constantly at a disadvantage in this game. And now all of a sudden, when pitchers are actually at a disadvantage, he has nothing to say. I, I can't explain it. I don't uh, know. I mean, I just think, I think, it's, I think it's important, like Alex Wood tweeted, that he would rather face a batter on steroids than a batter. With ta- with a wire, you know that of knows course. what. Pay- of course, of course. I think that's all. It's just like it's just. But here's the <laughs> other thing. I think it is great for baseball because a we're talking about baseball before the Super Bowl, which is <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah, that is crazy. It is a dominant story, yeah. and what I've been saying all along is that you baseball is no fun if you don't have a villain, and now we have a very big villain. Yeah. Nobody, everybody was like, oh, the Astros, like, who cares if they're all so nice, they're little, like, they're the underdog. No, no. They're they're death cobras. Yeah, now you're all A-Rod, and I hate you. (laughs) Well, I got good news for you guys. The L.A. City Council has a remedy. (laughs) Yeah. Did you hear about this? No. Yes, I did. Lay it on me, Gare. The L.A. City Council uh, unanimously voted and approved a resolution urging Major League Baseball to strip the World Series championship from the Houston Astros and Boston Red Sox and award them both to the Dodgers. First of all. <laughs> By the way. That's the what Do- our city is doing. Well, your city. I, I'm <sighs> temporary here. <laughs> but, th- no. Okay, here's the thing. Honestly. You want to strip these teams of their titles, fine. But you yep. can't give them to the Dodgers. The Do- How embarrassing would that be the Dodgers if they – they wouldn't take it. Well, you, I, I wouldn't take it if I was on a Dodger team because you earn it on the field, even if the other team cheated. I don't know. I just no. Of course, I agree with you. I don't know. I don't know if I would take it. No, I no. And also, the Dodgers blow it without any help. They don't need. 
You, cheating or no cheating. Cheating or no cheating, they're going to lose in the playoffs. Yeah, so I, what is this? And who are you to say anything about what What? What? what resolution? What? No, that's they're just so the L.A. Full City Council trying to get. They're so full they're of themselves. They're trying to get press, but nonetheless, have you driven through L.A. lately? There's there's stuff we can be doing. Well, that was the joke. Spade, um, uh, he was going to say it today, but uh, I think it got cut. But that was the joke. I was like, finally, this is finally something the Astros didn't see coming. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Thank you for that, Gary. Let's uh, let's just take some listener questions. Yeah, let's take some. By go. the way, thank you so much to to the people, the the folks out there that are listening and and writing in, taking the time to go to our Facebook page and taking time to write in. It is much appreciated, and we do see these uh, all these. We have like. How many pages? There's if there was less stuff happening in sports that we, you know, know. like, uh, but we're saving them all so that we can discuss, which we will be doing. Um, There's one that I teased last week uh, from the aforementioned Facebook page from Jake Porter that okay. I think we should probably get yeah, to. Yeah, let's jump on that Go one because we didn't get to it last week, did we? We did not. A Kansas man has That's asked. That's all you have to say. Oh, Hilarious. God. On the board. Stop. <laughs> Thank you, Jake. Thank you, Jake. A Kansas man has asked an Iowa court to grant his motion for a trial by combat so he can meet his <laughs> ex-wife and her attorney on, quote, on the field of battle where he will rent their souls from their corporal bodies. First of all, this sounds like... This is my This sounds case. like you this is my handling case. Any, this, like, any kind of like lawsuit. This is 100% me. With karate. Yeah. <laughs> but... As your wife walks around like, um. David Ostrom of Powell, Kansas, claims in court. Mm-hmm. David Ostrom. My, my my wife just walked up and wanted to know uh, if we had talked about the KUK stage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we covered that at, at in, in length. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that Rob's going to have a very difficult march. Yes. <laughs> for March Madness. I, I, did, I did acknowledge uh, the wrongdoing. He did. Uh, what I felt was the inappropriate behavior. Because you guys are on opposite sides. Yeah, she's a wildcat. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> okay. Um, yes, so but we did. Her we did. team was in the right. Right. Okay. okay. Yeah. Just making sure. Yeah. Just making sure yeah. I got that. <laughs> okay. Thank so this you. gentleman uh, claims that his uh, ex-wife, Bridget, destroyed him legally, and he asked the Iowa District Court in Shelby to give him 12 weeks, quote, lead time to source or forge katana swords, according to the Carroll Times-Herald. To this day, trial by combat has never been explicitly banned or restricted as a right in these United States, Ostrom argued in court records, and argued that as recently as 1818. Oh, as recently. 200 years ago. 200 years ago. So yeah, that's uh, that's, that's not that like you know the last person guillotined in Paris was 1986. Shut up! Yeah, really? Like that's like that's so that's recent to me. <laughs> 1818 for for trial by okay. combat. Here's the thing: this sounds some, some Game of Thrones shit. <laughs> well, he's sword- it is he Game of Thrones. Le- he needs lead time to source yeah, or he needs forge twelve katanas. weeks to prepare. Um, a trial by combat was very much. In the Game of Thrones, okay? yes, um, it, it clearly trial by combat has been as recent as two hundred years ago. So it's it, and there's no explicit law saying no. <laughs> Listen, uh, David, uh, I hear you, and I know Paola, Kansas. It's just south of Kansas City, um, uh, and it's uh, I I think there's Kansas, amazing state. Uh, Paola is a wonderful place, but I do think probably in that area where he's living, there may be some toxic waste. <laughs> Do you think he could, in those 12 weeks, be prepared to play in the NCAA tournament? <laughs> because Kansas needs, <laughs> Kansas needs a center right now. We are looking for a power forward. <laughs> and it sounds like with his katana or wakishi, waka, wakasashi. Wakasashi? Wakasashi or katana. Well, katana sword. We all know what that is. Um, great sushi restaurants, all I know. <laughs> Is the katana sword from oh. uh, Kill Bill? Sure, sure. Anyway, um, listen, <laughs> I he's, mean, not, he's not wrong. If it if it's a legal form of battle, would you want trial by <laughs> combat? No, I wouldn't want a trial. Well, Just I, throw them in jail and don't ask any questions. That's he, what well, I, I, I think. No, he may be. He may. He's crafty like a fox. He's smart like a fox. 
Because by establishing that he's thoroughly insane, <laughs> the judge will throw him in lockup, and he doesn't have to pay I anything. I don't understand what he's I do mad like- about. I don't understand what the trial would be for. He's saying his wife destroyed him legally? In the course of their divorce. And I oh. believe, I, I, my favorite part of it is that he wants to meet not only his wife, but also her attorney on the field of battle. <laughs> on the field of battle. That's, that's good stuff right there. Bring so, your friend. But, but this is clearly delusional behavior right i don't i think this he's guy, in a fantasy land he's in he's in an ulterior alternative reality where he thinks that this is an option and he's expressing it and he's trying to make it real because he thinks in his fantasies that he will stand on a on a on a fog covered field with in a suit of armor with a katani sword <laughs> and katani. do battle with a with a lawyer and <laughs> his, his ex-wife, ex-wife. Right. Now, did they get to prepare with the swords if he gets to prepare? I, would, I assume 12 weeks is a lot of lead time. <laughs> I don't uh, think he can mandate what they do in those 12 weeks. So. Yeah, I mean, they, they could relax, I guess, but they wouldn't be ready for battle. <laughs> Rising up. You just see him, like, training. <laughs> Straight to the top. There's, <laughs> like, oh my two God. different versions of training with their swords. This is so sad. I think this it's a, so sad. I think it's... um. I think it's thinking outside the box, and I appreciate that. You know what I mean? Instead of people just trying to take legal action or being like, I, you know, like let's have a duel or yeah. you know, like this is like some old school. This like old school. this guy's clearly into Game of Thrones or Twilight or whatever. I don't know, like uh, not Twilight. That's vampires. But yeah, but no, Game of Thrones. It's Game of Thrones actually had Dungeons many and of dragons. the storylines was co- trial by combat. Yeah. So I don't know. I think. I think um, I think he has a point. I do think that he's up for a turd award because I don't think it's a good point. But I think it's fun and different and like. Well, listen, uh, Jake. I know what you were trying to do, Jake Porter. I'm shocked that his wife left him. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh my god! I mean, clearly he's a catch. He is a catch. Yeah, he is a catch. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why she left either. <laughs> So, you know. So Jake Porter brought this up to obviously twist the knife on me and to provoke me. <laughs> it's a sword. Never, a sword. never submit again, Jake Porter. <laughs> Jake, please send directly to me. Every- so what I have to do now is something I really regret, but I'm going to have to slap David Ostrom from Paola, Kansas on the board for a <laughs> turd. For a turd award. Now, he's nominated, Jake. Don't get all high and mighty. <laughs> he's just nominated. Yeah, but that's one step closer, Jake. Oh my God! One step closer. All tell right. me, there's more. Tell me, there's some meth head in Florida. Oh well, there there are. I mean, thank you. Let's oh, see. Well, that's a silly question. There, there clearly yeah. is. I mean, that's since, their origin, right? That's how all of their stories start. Yeah. Since you mentioned meth, let's go with uh, Matt Machard, who's uh. Uh, who submitted before. So thank you, Matt. Um, South Dakota says in a ridiculed ad campaign that costs $450,000, the state's Department of Social Services paid a Minneapolis ad agency for the new uh, slogan, meth, we're on it. <laughs> Several of the advertisements feature photos. This of was people. a joke. This was not a joke by this the advertising agency to see if the people in South Carolina are that dumb. We're on it. Well, We're on they meth, are. Meth. Period. We're on it. Period. <laughs> I mean, I get their initial thought. Like, we're on it. We're going we're gonna to we're stop this. it. We're taking care of it. That's not what it sounds that's like. That's not what it says. Let's read what it says. Meth, period. We're on it, yeah. period. A and better one would have been like, meth, but da 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 I'm loving it. <laughs> yes. No? Just, yes. Yeah. Your way been. right away. Like, meth, <laughs> ellipsis. Have it your way. Yeah. <laughs> we're loving it. Because it's the same exact thing. It is. Um, uh, they the the state went on to admit that the campaign embodies poor strategy and poor execution. Uh, and yes, and both poor strategy and poor execution. Thank you. Like whoever wrote it was on meth. The uh, the ads were pretty ridiculous, by the way. A lot of them picture, were just pictures of people doing normal things, like a guy like out uh, on his tractor, on and then fl- it just said, "Meth, I'm on it." Like well, uh, that it, guy's not on meth. It was meant to. If he was, that field would have been plowed <laughs> in half a day. Yeah. So, yeah, and half of it would be on fire yeah. from where the meth lab tipped get over. Get on it. Yeah. <laughs> you want to get some work done, oh. get on it. 
Thank you, Matt, for that one. Because and, and shame on the people of South Dakota for going to Minnesota to get good advertising. <laughs> yeah. But. I think that's a really funny story, but it's not quite turd enough. No. Because well, I don't want to put that, it on. Well, that ad agency deserves a turd. Do they? Or okay. is, it, is it the state or, that approved it? Both. Yeah, both. I don't, I don't disagree. But I think the state maybe more so now. Oh, goodness. There's yeah. some good listener God. questions. Yeah, hit me with one. What do you got? Oh, uh, so these are listener questions. Uh, what's Ian Hillgartner wants to know? What's the bet on what will be Sarah's baby's first words? I hope he says he hopes it's air horn sound. God bless you. It's probably going to be a sound. Uh, it will be. I want it to be a fart sound. That seems like more like a raspberry, like a yeah, yeah. Uh, but first word. God, I hope I don't, it's not I remember, one of mine. I, don't, I remember <laughs> my oldest, it wasn't first words. It was giggle. She's uh-huh. got the giggles. It yeah. was the best thing ever. Oh, yeah. Little baby giggles. It was good. so good. But she had never. Yeah. You know. I don't know. My kid's first word would probably be, God dang it. Moron. God dang. <laughs> this is a, yeah. I backed what is out. this God dang puree? I backed out one time and had to stop short because the car came whizzing, whizzing behind me in a mm-hmm. parking lot. I go, God. And my son was in a car seat in the back, and he goes, is he a moron, Dad? <laughs> and I went, oh, boy. <laughs> but I guess I used the word moron. One of my friends is from Georgia, but uh, they have a daughter here. And she grew up here, you know. But my friend uh, from Georgia is real. So, like, she grew up on the Augusta Golf Course. Like, she's, like, old. Southern family, Belle. Southern, yeah. And so her daughter one day, like, she, like, uh, said something to a car that was like, you know, doing something dumb in the road. Like she's like, ah, oh, you know, like mad at a car, and her daughter back in the car seat is like, "Give me a honk, mama! Give me a honk!" <laughs> He's like, Where did that accent come from? <laughs> like clearly, that's what I sound like yeah. to her. <laughs> Absolutely. Give me a honk, mama. That same little girl, by the way, was at my house one time with another little girl. And I saw them like in the back area of the house, and I was like, "What are you guys doing?" And and uh, <laughs> the little, uh, Camille's little daughter was like, "Oh, um, we were just looking for a bed to jump on." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Well, you're not my kid. There's one in there. There's a Knock higher one." Out, yeah. yeah, you want the good jump, but it's in the other room. With yeah, the, the bed's that really bed's high. high. <laughs> yeah, you can even land on the beanbag over here. Let me drag yeah. it in from the other There's room. There's a fan you can hit your head on too. It'd be great. <laughs> Anyway, uh, you can pick one, Rob. I think your uh, I think your kid's first word will be. Um, uh, <laughs> it, it, like it, I don't know if it'll be one word. It'll be like a. Uh, I think it'll be what uh, what the fuck. I think it'll be a, a WTF. Because I think you and you and uh, Chris will be screaming at the TV, "What the fuck!" all the time. Well, that definitely happens. Yes, I know. Uh, when we're watching sports and the baby goes nuts. Yes. When we're getting all riled up, so I don't know if he starts kicking because I'm mad at what's happening in the game, or if he's hearing it. I have no idea. So someone asked me what my message for Houston was, and I guess this is from a couple weeks back. Mm-hmm. Eric um, Webb asked that. Yeah. Listen, hey, I, now it's. Um, let the healing begin, you guys. I hope everything <laughs> works out for you. Um, Houston is a wonderful town. That's not what you told me. You said uh, your message was, how's my dick taste? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, that's, that's crass. That's what I thought That's you said. crass, Maybe Sarah. I heard it wrong. You, I think you did hear it wrong. Oh, I, maybe you were just trying to get my baby first words. <laughs> <laughs> I think I the, um, yeah, no, I, 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 my message to the city of Houston is just gentle tones and... You know, I hope everything goes mm-hmm. well, and I hope you have a wonderful rebuilding off season. <laughs> have a good draft, Houston. See, have I'm, a good draft. I'm, I'm, That's a good, a good message. That's a good message. That's a good message. Uh, uh, what else we got here? Uh, okay, oh, one who, more, one more. Okay, Chris Bonds wants to know who who would Rob have in his final four, or just in the final four in general right now? If the season ended this week, and the, I'm that was probably about football, but maybe it's about basketball. I'll do both. I don't know where I want Is there college basketball? Like, who do you think would be in the final four of the NCAA tournament? Let's ask that. Uh, Kansas Jayhawks. (laughs) Duh. So, really, it's about two of the other three. What if it couldn't be them? What if it was... Spike your tongue. (laughs) Just saying, like... No, I I won't entertain that thought. All right, fine. So, the Kansas Jayhawks. (laughs) 
Jayhawks, uh, Wildcats, uh, Louisville Cardinals, and Duke. Just Ugh, so we can beat, boring. Just so I can beat Duke. You know, my team Georgia is actually pretty good this year. They are actually. I, I mm-hmm. will give you that. They are playing good basketball. I think we might make the tournament. <laughs> I don't know. I, you absolutely should. You absolutely I just know Trey Young keeps going to their games, you know, because he's like he likes this one guy on our team, and so I'm like, oh okay. It's not that far of a drive from Atlanta to Georgia, but I want to beat a prestige. I want to beat a Duke in the finals. Mm-hmm. A little payback for '91. <laughs> Son of a. <laughs> I think it could happen. Um, you keep losing players due to fights, so you <laughs> might have a longer road to go. <laughs> all right. All right. All anyway, right. I do think you guys are going to win the WWE SmackDown. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gary liked that one. <laughs> Gary put down his so, bottle for that so one. So congrats on SummerSlam. <laughs> but I don't know. <laughs> You're the worst. I know. I'm sorry. It's just because I have no dog in that fight. Anyway, uh, all right. Thank you guys very much. Hey, for, uh, it's great to see you. Uh, it's great to see you. I'm Gary, excited good to see you. for you your too. guys. Your, this is an exciting time. It's an exciting time. Now I'm going on the road early next week. Yes. I'm going down to Miami. I got work to do with Fox NFL and and all these uh, wonderful people. So uh, also, uh, I'm doing a Super Bowl ad. Uh, oh, you are? Yeah, yeah. Whoa, yeah, commercial. So. We get ten percent, right? Sweet. I don't know. I, I'll have to look at my contract again. I don't remember signing anything. Are you at the Mister Peanut funeral? <laughs> <laughs> no, That's going to be a big Super Bowl ad. I'm a I'm I'm a bounty guy, bounty quicker picker upper. Oh oh, the paper towel. Yeah, I think you're going to enjoy. I think oh. you're, I'm going to show you a picture. I can't show the public yet. Okay. But I'm going to show you a picture of what you're what you're going to enjoy seeing. Well, you definitely. <laughs> Oh my God! Tell the fans how are they in for something special? You definitely, there's definitely something special about that. There's something real special. There's so, special is a good word when just, I see that photo. That's just a taste. Special. So oh. That's just a taste of what's about to go down. Don't miss any of the commercials. Don't miss any of the commercials. All right, friends. Uh, thank you yeah. so much for listening to Riggles Picks. Uh, for Riggles Picks, I'm Rob Riggle. I'm Sarah Tiana. And with us, as always, Gary, the alcoholic, shirtless. Alcoholic. <laughs> 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 <laughs>